0: we are not interested in being sexually regulated by the state and we are not interested in being intellectually spiritually emotionally manipulated by the state the state should stand down in this issue the state is acting as the enforcing arm of the dominator culture specifically of fundamentalist screwballs who you know, are horrified by all this, by the notion that people would claim the authenticity of their own minds, that people would stand in the light of nature and reject original sin and the guilt from Eden and, you know, the sins of the fathers and all this rubbish which is handed down. What the archaic revival is going to have to mean if it has teeth is a re-empowering, of the individual and a consequent lowering of the of the profile of institutions especially government we need to think about these things because we have bought into the idea that we have to serve and behave and be enslaved else chaos will engulf the world We need to carry out our analysis of the situation to the point where we can embrace chaos and see that chaos is the environment in which we all thrive. That's how I've done it for years. You think I could have have gotten away with this in the Soviet Union? I don't think so. I require a society on the brink of social breakdown to be able to do my work and uh, And I think a society on the brink of social breakdown is the healthiest situation for individuals. I don't know how many of you have ever had the privilege of being in a society in a pre-revolutionary situation, but the cafes stay open all night and there's music in the streets and you can breathe it, you can feel it, and you know what is happening. The dominator is being pushed it never succeeds. It never, uh, it never is able to claim itself. But on the other hand, history is young. We may have, uh, we may have a crack at this. A global society is coming into being. A global society made out of information that was not intended to be ours, but which is ours through the mistaken invention and distribution of small computers, the printing press, all of this stuff. Information is power and information has been spilled by the clumsy handling of the cybernetic revolution, by the dominator culture, in so that it is everywhere. Never has the situation been more fluid. Never have uh, the opportunities for infiltration insurrection and hell raising been more present at hand but we have to seize the opportunity if we continue as we have then you know we're doomed and the judgment of some higher power on that will be they didn't even struggle you know they went to the box cars with their suitcases and they didn't even struggle This is too nightmarish to contemplate. We're talking about the fate of a whole planet. Why are people so polite? Why are they so patient? Why are they so forgiving of gangsterism and betrayal? Uh, It's very difficult to understand. I believe it's because the dominator culture is increasingly more and more sophisticated in its perfection of subliminal mechanisms of control. And I don't mean anything grandiose and paranoid. I just mean that through press releases and sound bites and the enforced idiocy of television, uh, the, the, the drama of a dying world has been turned into a soap opera for most people. And they don't understand that it's, it's their story and that they will eat it in the final act if somewhere between here and the final act, they don't stand up on their hind legs and howl. And it's not done through organizing. It's not done through vanguard parties or cadres of intellectual elites. It's done through just walking away from all of that, claiming your identity, claiming your vision, your being, your intuition, and then acting from that without
1: regret cleanly without regret welcome one welcome all welcome to the goddamn bricks in the walls I am your host Juan aka John aka Trippy shaman and we're here to my right I have Neil looking as Andrew to my left I have daddy Yankee looking as Chris and over here I got p uh that guy at the machine want to be... You know who I'm talking about? That, nah, the nah, artist nah, who nah, has nah. tattoos everywhere? That's what you look like. Anyways, welcome back, folks. Uh, we're here. We're all going to come back at you with the fire podcast this time, hopefully. Uh, we're learning, and we figured out that Drew is a lightweight when it comes to cannabis. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. I, I'm a professional, so I can talk the whole time. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. And uh, so today, actually, what you just heard was a, an excerpt from this video uh, from Terrence McKenna that I love. Uh, it's actually the video that got me started into my whole Instagram account of Spreading Truth. <clears throat> the video is titled Terrence McKenna, Trust Yourself, and it was uploaded by Aaron G. Uh, seven years ago. But I would listen to this video like every at least once or twice a month, and I, I memorized the whole thing. It's like 14, 15 minutes long. But this is one of those messages that I feel that people need to hear because he talks about... All kinds of shit But let's just start off by introducing all of us again And saying how we're doing and how our day is Drew,
2: how was your day today? Pretty good, pretty good Um, Just doing my thing, chilling, staying low Um, Every now and then, whenever I get the chance Whether I'm getting a new tire or a discount tire Waiting in line at the grocery store I like to peep on my phone and research things Okay, yeah, me too, me too Whatever it may be you, you, know, know, you uh, go
1: down rabbit holes while in line. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 guys. I mean, it can just be whatever is on top of my mind, whatever you guys send me. Sometimes Chris, Pete, Juan will send me something, and you know I, I research it, look more into it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's, um, as they say, it's a journey, not a a destination. Mm-hmm. You could only determine a person's identity once they're dead and you could look back on their life and say, okay, this is who he was or who she was. Okay. But you just can't say who, who Chris, who Pete, or who Juan is right now. Mm-hmm. They still have a whole lifetime to go about their their modifications and character different endeavors they pursue. So, I mean, I don't know if I if I said this on the podcast, but I write I write poetry um, articles and stuff. And one thing that that was a revelation to me that I've got accustomed to is that there is no such thing as who you are, who parentheses who you are is basically an accommodation of your childhood upbringing, the music that you listen to, the media, whatever. But what you are is who you currently are. right? It's what you currently are right now. But what you are can be modified through different friends, different music, different media, Mm -hmm. different articles that, that you listen to. But who you are is the grand finale. Whenever you're dead and whenever people go to your funeral, they can tell you who you are because that's the grand finale. But in terms of whenever you're alive... We can only dictate on what you are, and that can be modified. That
1: can change. Yeah. Then, like a book. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not. You know your your book is not finished till you yes. die, and then people can actually go through it. That's beautiful. Yes. What's up, Pete? What do you got to say? Yeah,
3: that it, that it was wall. great. Pete. That was great. I like that. The journey and the destination, enjoying the journey. Uh, I've been trying to do that more with like things I want, like in life, you know, like things I kind of want to like happen uh, that's like the these things like to enjoy like that journey to that point where you receive whatever you want and um, you find like interesting you run into interesting people and like have interesting events it's hard to explain but yeah during that journey part and then you learn more about what you're gonna get it's crazy um, like One day I took like a little microdose of like a mushroom Uh. and I was just like enjoying my day, you know, going about my day. About how many days ago was it? This was like, I think last weekend or like a couple weekends ago. Yeah. And um, I ran into a few people. I talked to a few people. Um, Very like good exchanges with like uh, conversation and like energy. And uh, I went to Starbucks actually before coming here um, one night, and, uh, I ran into this guy at the Starbucks that was, um, working there. Uh, he was, like, a barista or something, and, uh, but he, he was at the cash register, and, um, he was, he was getting my order and whatnot, and he had an interesting name tag, like, a name on his name tag, and, um, it was, his name was Mamone, and I was like, I was curious, because at first I didn't know how to pronounce it, really. So I asked him, I was like, hey, how do you pronounce your na- that that name? He's like, oh, it's my mom I was like, what does that mean? He's like, oh, it means um, peaceful or, and respectful. I'm like, I love that name, dude. That's how, it's a real cool name. Cool. He's, like, he's like, I had a lot, like, a lot of insight that day about myself, too. About some things I'm, I'm going through, like with anxiety and like, learning how to cope with it in like very large public places where like a lot of people are, are there and uh, without like panicking and I've been like coaching myself and I've been putting myself in these like kind of stressful moments of being around like a lot of people and being anxious and like learning how to cope with it in that moment and yeah are, are there any techniques that
2: uh, you um, could recommend that'll remind yeah matters or
3: something that 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 has helped you uh-huh. um i found out the best thing is to try to be as most comfortable as you can even though it's hard like if you can put like the if you can grab like a feeling where you feel comfortable at and feel that feeling um and then learn to be in the moment and present instead of like in your mind because anxiety comes from the mind so you have to like quiet and still the mind and be there present and enjoy the things around you enjoy watching the people um sometimes what grounds me to the environment is um the music that's going on and yeah. uh, i'll just pay attention to the music i mean, and it helps me with going on in my environment and when you're more happy you're like less anxious so you're um, more grounded yeah more grounded i think it's all about probably being you're more into ready. your roots Yeah, like, finding a place that you feel safe, and, like, um, reassuring yourself, too, is a big thing, that everything's going to be okay, and to trust yourself. um, I guess that's where
2: a lot of people find complexity in, finding that, that...
1: Yeah, sorry, guys. My brother is calling me right now. I cut off the recording, but I think it saved some of it. But, yeah, so I I like... Uh, we're all giving an intro. What about you, Chris? How's your day been? What, what do you think about this little talk we're having?
4: Uh, I mean, today was good, bro. Uh, you know, doing deliveries, you know, today I didn't play any music. I was just... just oh, like driving?
1: Because he, he's a truck driver. He drives for...
4: Uh, yeah, so, you know, I work for FedEx right now. And, uh, you know, just doing deliveries, but... You know, for the whole six, seven hours I wasn't listening to any music Yeah, had on
2: Chris or what?
4: Nothing on? I had nothing Damn, that's just... Damn, fucking probably. weird, dog
2: yeah. yeah. No, it's, no, it's, I like it's not weird no. too But it gets you centered it's, it's weird that yeah, I say yeah, that it's yeah, weird yeah, Because,
1: it's because it's that should be natural Dude, I can't do that Because no. the thing I, well, I, I great, dude. Well, the Hey,
2: Chris, so how did you feel Not having any noise?
4: Basically, any noise on Yeah, bro, so like Basically, like I mean, I didn't even like I didn't even I remember getting in the van and was like, I didn't say, all right, I'm not going to play music today. I just you remember didn't just driving.
2: Half, you just didn't want to have any music on? Or I think
4: everything was just closed. Like, I was like, I was here, but I wasn't here. Like, I was just so in my. Was my it head. more peaceful oh, yeah, hey, yeah, than
2: whenever you had music on?
4: Hell yeah, definitely more peaceful. Like, How
2: centered, self centered, more.
4: Just so much stuff were going. Um, Just thinking about like What the future holds But yeah bro Like I loved it I didn't Like I said I didn't really plan it It just happened And it felt great Cause I've never done that You know
1: That's crazy man That's like the whole Disconnect idea Where people are trying to like Get away from the phone Go simplistic you know, there's even some people they're making new phones that don't have apps. You can only call on it and shit, mm-hmm. and and it's like you have to do everything else on your computer. It's called and back to the old days. Yeah, yeah, the old it's days. Yeah. And see, like when you said that, I think about like imagine that was humanity for forever. You know, we didn't we took a shit yeah. without looking at our phone. Now I think everyone takes their, their bathroom. We take through. our phone yeah, to the toilet. toilet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
3: think. You um, too. Yeah, the phone like causes more anxiety. Kind of thing, you know, like oh, worried about someone that's gonna text you um, oh a phone caller Hey what, what's going on On this like social app And you're just like Oh and then you're thinking about it like a lot So like the things going on in like this world You're thinking about like a lot Instead of like the things that are going on Like in like this world In sense. your reality Yeah, yeah. Right? What do you think yeah. or How do y'all feel, feel about
2: that I agree, I agree. I've, I've touched lightly but I don't have any I mean, I think it's worth mentioning, but obviously, unless we have facts or evidence, we can't elaborate on it. But in terms of my case, I can't elaborate much on it other than the fact that I've read lightly and I've touched lightly upon a subject about how frequencies of radio transmissions from our phone... Pete, you sent us uh, an article about how acoustic transmissions from certain cell towers could affect your mood because i mean again guys we all believe in spirituality we all believe in quantum mechanics we all believe that we're energy vibration beings we're all vibrating at a certain frequency some of us may be vibrating higher than some of us but at our core we're energy vibrating at a certain speed we're all atoms you know bumping into each other and stuff like that so uh pete uh you sent us you sent us an article about a day or two days ago about acoustic transmissions about how frequencies from radio or cell towers how those frequencies could interact with our frequency and thus modify or affect our mood did you
1: research that
3: uh,
2: no I didn't. Okay well but it, do, it is ahead. really interesting to to look into. Um, I mean I I don't have any in depth about it, but it does. I mean again guys, any topic in the alternative atmosphere or into the so called conspiracy theories atmosphere, I will link into. But obviously because we have a brain or a mind, we can't accept as fact because we know that certain people in power do put things in the alternative media. Or in the conspiracy theorist media to make those look bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you know, the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. Those make people who believe in any other alternatives about the world look bad. Have you seen the new show I on mean, Netflix? We don't really know about what the earth, but, you know. Have
1: you seen the new show? There's a new show on Netflix. It's called, uh, I think, Loose, No, not Loose Sins. Uh, inside Job It's called Inside Job And it's a cartoon Documentary? No it's a cartoon Type of show Like um, Like The Simpsons But it's all about Conspiracy theories And it's all about Making fun of people Who believe in Conspiracy theorists It's like There's this one guy He's They're making fun of him Saying oh is that guy In Lizard 2? Is that guy in Lizard 2? Oh what did, yeah. they, did they fake The moon landing? Is the earth flat? Like it's all this Just like Trying to put this idea in us that we're dumb and yeah. no, don't pay attention to to these people. They're wackos. You know?
2: Again, guys, we gotta ask about this. I mean, why can't we criticize the leftists or liberal or the far left movement, but why can documentaries and movies and media criticize far right? ideologies Um, I I love the quote of Voltaire if you want to find out who your ruler is figure out who you're not allowed to criticize Mm -hmm. so that's a really interesting point that you brought up about about how those documentaries kind of mock
1: well it's not a documentary it's a cartoon it's a show cartoons documentaries movies yeah they
2: all mock us yeah you see how how they all Depict a uh, certain humorous or mocking way of 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 alternative thinking, alternative mentalities that aren't congruent to the mainstream narrative. Into um, what other people call its hive mindset, this umbrella that they want every mind under. And if your mind doesn't fit under that, hey, are you educated? Go to school. Hey, are you a lunatic? are you a far right uh whatever you know but
3: they also say that about like yeah
2: exactly and and that's the type of group that we all even though we wish not to but that's the all that's the type of group that that that, us that that we fit into yeah they they label us as that so they can so that we can be discredited I, mean, I really haven't done a lot of research into it, but it wasn't conspiracy theorists a term made up by the Warren Commission?
1: Yeah, yeah, in the ninth, when after JFK,
2: people like us
1: after JFK was killed, there was a whole lot of uh, confusion as to what really happened, and people were like starting to question what really happened, and so they set up the Warren Commission, which was used to investigate the whole uh, murder of Kennedy, and this this commission uh put out a statement something along the lines that there's these conspiracy theorists out there these people that are questioning the narrative and are questioning the the authorities and what we put out as supposedly the facts and that these people they're, they're theorists conspiracy theorists and this term has been used throughout time to label people and make them look like wackos insane people tinfoil hat wearers but yeah i totally agree um uh, so earlier when we started we're, we i hope, I hope we it recorded earlier i had an excerpt that we were talking about terence mckenna that video um that's the mainly the video that got me to start doing all this truther movement but um he talks about in the beginning how psychedelics were a tool that people could use to expand their mind and raise their consciousness but then he also relates it and talks about how in the bible there's a, an excerpt when the humans are about to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil um, Some other entity is with God and they're talking and they're saying that if the people eat of this fruit of this tree, they're going to become like we are. You know, so it's it's kind of giving a hinting toward the idea that there was there was more than one person up there in heaven or wherever, you know, talking and discussing amongst themselves saying, well, this is some pretty powerful stuff here. And if we let people just, you know, dive into that they're going to ascend to our level and you know what's going to happen to us so it's kind of that authority kind of figure again kind of trying to keep people down in a low vibration but i don't know to me that sounds all like gnostic talk trying to make it seem like god is evil and all that but yeah i found that point particularly entertaining and and then he goes on to say something about how uh we need to empower individuals because that's We've come a, a long way from that because of authority figures and and doctors and people who wear funny hats. We all just want to bow down to them, and to just accept anything that comes out of their mouth as as if it were true. And this is that indoctrination that people you could they've done experiments where they have just some random guy wear wear a doctor's coat, and he'll he'll just walk around and start questioning people or giving advice, and they kind of people just automatically want to. Are in in tune to listen to them Because they yeah. think he's a doctor Because he has the coat And it's just We have all these symbols in our society That kind of Train your mind to think in certain ways You know they They don't tell you explicitly how to think But they, the way that society is And what Drew was saying The things that you can't question Or make fun of mm-hmm. These are the things that, that you need to go Push forward And go through And really examine What's going on Because that's where the truth is
2: And, 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 and I don't mean to interrupt Bro But wasn't Also Edward Bernays That said um, People are most likely To believe In A person who Presents himself As an authoritative figure mm-hmm anything his mouth utters people are more likely to believe in that without Mm -hmm. momentarily questioning Mm -hmm. it or without his words resonating in their conscious intellect or filter you know they don't think about it for a second they just whoever is is an authoritative figure they automatically assume what he's saying is uh, trustworthy Mm -hmm. I think that's his name Edward Bernays yeah 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 in a book he he wrote um propaganda yeah
1: yeah 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 he's one of the biggest guys that um he basically shaped the 20th century he did a lot of campaigns to like create movements to that uh, spread out through society like for example he he was the one who got people to think that eggs and bacon were a good and healthy breakfast but that was just because uh the meat companies hired him to figure out some type of slogan or some type of idea or something to get people to start eating bacon which people didn't really eat much, or it wasn't that popular in the past. So Edward Benet's, uh said, um, came up with the statement: "I said green eggs and ham, or something like that, and bacon." And he made it seem like this was part of the normal American breakfast that it has to include eggs, ham, and bacon. And now everyone loves bacon. You know, you you can almost go to any house, and you won't you will find bacon in their fridge. But yeah, these are these culture cultural engineers that design society and have people kind of just following carrots that they dangle in front of us and we all just blindly follow it and with the, we don't stop and think or question why do do I have bacon with my breakfast? Sounds stupid but you know this has been imprinted on you without you even knowing somehow when you go to the store and you say oh what should I buy for tomorrow's breakfast bacon's there but it wouldn't have been if Edward Bernays hadn't done that whole campaign so it's little things like that that permeate to society that uh, we don't see and that we're just blindly following them. And I guess that's one of the bricks from that wall that, that's keeping us from the truth that uh, we want to help people see. That is basically the art of... It's called um, dark psychology. And this is what um, people who who create advertisements and propaganda study. They know how the mind works. And they know how to use colors and symbols and all types yeah. of of things that seem... Subtle, but they're very powerful, and they can they can really like be used to steer a human's mind.
2: And hey, bro, don't they also um, put certain foods or products or prices in the middle aisle? Oh yeah. And and the lowest of the prices or certain products they put in the lower aisle because you're more you're less likely to look on the bottom aisle, but you're more likely to look on the middle or the yeah. higher top aisle. And
1: companies so, actually uh, fight over and pay more to see where their product will be placed. Really like, damn. they'll go to H B be like, okay, we'll pay you, we'll give you a discount on our product, but put our product right in the mm-hmm. center, yeah. eye-line eye view. And not only that, they go as far to put, like, you'll notice, go to every grocery store, and the main items that people want, like milk, meat, uh, detergents, they're all on the outer perimeter of the store. Um, <coughs> condoms? Yeah, You probably buy the the... the- yeah. The micro micro ones,
4: goes for your finger. Which one? No, but. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> but <laughs> the pinky. Oh, the pinky. <laughs> I wonder goes, if they make micro penis I condoms.
2: Chris goes, Can I get an extra large, please? <laughs> <laughs> please, uh, sir. We 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 out of those. Okay, make that two X's large. <laughs> two X's large. <laughs> But, okay,
1: let's continue. Anyways, like I was saying, the main products that people want from the store, like I said, milk, meat, uh, toilet paper, those are usually in the outer perimeter of the store. And that's because they want the people to walk through the store so they go through all the other products and maybe make an incentive purchase or just be like, oh, I'll just grab these chips too, you know. But it's all done uh, on purpose, you know. Everything in society is done on purpose and people... Like, I hate people that call us conspiracy theorists because I call them conspiracy, um, what the fuck? A coincidence Yeah, theorists. Co- coincidence theorists. All yeah. those
2: dots connecting are yeah. just a coincidence, Yeah, it's right? just yeah. a
1: coincidence. There's nothing to see That's here, but not, no. Yeah. yeah, There's always more to the picture than yeah. we see. And um, I, I always want to bring up this quote. It's from a movie I saw when I was seven years old. It's from this movie, Small Soldiers. This one, um, this one guy basically says, just because you don't see something doesn't mean it's not there. But yeah, man. I think it's it's interesting. I like to, to pierce and look behind the veil and see really what's going on and, and the gears that are running the society. You know, that's what I want to expose.
3: But uh, uh, I was gonna say about dark psychology, like you know how like they learned about like all that stuff, dude. They like learn learn that stuff from just like exploring consciousness and like, but like ultimately that comes from like mushrooms or and psychedelics, right? Like exploring consciousness like that.
2: Uh, what do you think, Drew? What's up, Ian? I'm I'm running back down right now. Dark, dark psychology. Um, about, like, that's a um, really
3: interesting field. About like uh, exploring consciousness and like learning dark psychology is by learning <laughs> consciousness, how consciousness works, and once you know how consciousness works, you can. Uh, pull things out of people that you want to know like mm-hmm. psychologically and yeah. so that's that's ultimately from um, en- enhancing your mind which is really the only way to do that is really from psychedelics you think or no I think
0: there's well, various methods but yeah, go ahead Drew.
2: weren't there a lot of serial killers like what's that guy's name that Netflix made a movie out of that Zodiac that, killer um uh, uh, Zar- yeah. Zach Efron starred as him Ted, uh, Ted Bundy. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh, yeah, what about him? So, <coughs> reading reading a lot about psychology and stuff, uh, and about how the mind of certain serial killers work, they do have a lot of so called charm, a lot of so called charisma. I mean, yeah, charisma. Where, I mean, basically, guys. We all implement some sort of dark psychology in our lives, whether we know it or not. Because deep inside us, we are all selfish. But it's really the spiritual nature in us that we that that we utilize to combat against that fleshly, against that against that animalistic Design. instinct in us. Mm. Like in, in other words, so being a guy who, who, who believes in faith and a purpose for, for things and I mean at least that's the research I'm getting at but I do research a lot of atheists and I like, I like atheism because they, they have a lot of intellect on human nature Satanism does too they basically tell, tell you blatantly what human nature is and I do believe in what they say but human nature isn't the grand finale we have to constantly, day by day, combat our, our human nature. Like for example, friendships, uh, romantic relationships, they're, they're all built on strings attached. Nothing is ever unconditional love. Everything is based off of receive and give. Give and receive.
1: I think that's because you don't have kids, bro. There is unconditional love.
2: Well, but, but in terms of family, in terms of kids, yeah. In, in terms of kids, yeah. A mother and father and kids, mm-hmm. yeah. But friendships, romance?
1: Uh, I guess I kind of see you your know, point, I guess.
2: Yeah. All that is based off of give and, and receive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if one thing that I, I talked openly about is my research and my involvement in the Red Bull community. And one thing that the red pill community, and that's quite vague, right? But mm-hmm. what I'm talking about in terms of human nature is, hey, in terms of you know, since I since I look into the manhood of things, no woman is ever gonna love you for who you are except your mother. Mm-hmm. Y- your mother is the only woman that's gonna love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. But as far as beyond besides that I mean Chris Rock right uh, a, a, a well-known comedian not involved in politics or whatever but I like one thing he said only women children and dogs are loved unconditionally <laughs> men are only loved under the condition that they provide something for a society
3: yeah. Yeah, so damn damn
2: right in the heart yeah, bro yeah, yeah, but, so and, 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 and look guys and, and you you guys know, especially Pete and, and Juan know that I'm really involved in like the so-called, you know, faith-based uh, of religion. And one thing that I learned from uh, Pete and, and Juan is that they challenged me on, on my religious aspect. And, and that makes me think more about human nature. And one thing that I've learned about human nature is that. Human nature isn't always pure or good. I mean, we, we also have to, like, for example, Juan being a father and stuff. If somebody comes and, and, and you know, gets on Juan's nerves whenever he's out at a restaurant trying to order food, and bring him back home, he, he can't automatically punch them or get mad. Because why? Because cameras watching, and because you, you got a family t- to respond to, protect, and provide for so every action you make affects them mm-hmm. so you have to combat your human nature to immediately punch the fuck out of them <laughs> and and be more civilized right mm-hmm. so it's spirituality morals against human nature and, and that's one thing i love that atheism satanism talks about what cold hard truths about a uh, uh, cold hard truths about human nature Another example that, that resonates with me We only like people to the magnitude of And some of it might be true Some could be false Some could be debated debated upon But we A lot of our interest in people comes from How much we don't know About what goes on in their mind mm-hmm. Cold hard truths about human nature about About who we are um, even though they might hit its right to the core, but they do make sense. It's just feelings, emotions, and must I say, liberalism that covers them up and, and sugarcoats them.
1: Yeah, I totally <clears throat> agree with you. I think what you're kind of referring to there is that shadow self. You know what the yeah, shadow self yeah. is?
2: Uh, like the ego? Or?
1: No, well, uh, Carl Jung describes the shadow self that is that part of us that can be really dark and really evil. but. But you, you check it, you know, we all, I think he also put a quote out saying that in order to become the best person you... Oh, no, this was Jordan Peterson. He said something along the lines that to be a really good person, the best people actually have gone inside themselves and seen how how dark or how cold they can really Who be. Who they really are. Yeah, right? how, because, you know, it's weird how humans, you could do, you could be the kind, you could, humans could cause the greatest, most beautiful feelings and emotions... But that same person could destroy and like pervert and totally disgust and twist twist something around, you know. That is that this a single person has the ability to express you know the most beautiful love or the most treacherous destruction. You know and it, that comes from recognizing your evil path. Like you said, uh, withholding my me punching somebody comes from you know acknowledging that yeah I could I could punch this guy but I have to check my shadow self and I have a family to provide for. And then when you were talking about family, you know, before I had a family for the longest, cause I was in this whole Truther moving and thing. I was like, I don't want to have kids. I don't want to get married. Kind of like how Chris is, you know, he wants to be a solo, a lone wolf. You know, just go on his own. And I was like that. I I was I kept thinking I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have a liability. I don't want something that would prevent me from like if I had to fight the New World Order or something. But you know that it's not an actual uh uh a uh, hand to hand combat war. It's more like a spiritual type of war, but. You know, I didn't want to have anything to, like, somebody kidnap my kid and tell me, okay, you have to do this or we'll do something to her, you know. But life happens, you know, and I'm glad I have my family now. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy how, you know, growing up and having a family, you have people depending on you and you kind of... Mm-hmm. I can't just do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I have exactly. to keep the shadow self in, in check.
2: Yeah. So so it's constantly a fight, right? Yeah. I mean, just... I mean, I mean, kind of, I guess. I like, mean, basically... Denying what you want to do deep down inside for the sake of your future, and and the people that you care about their future. I mean, it's all. Um, to me, I've always I've always viewed life as your soul combating your body. Uh-huh. I mean, your body wants junk food, but your soul wants that good food. Uh-huh. I mean, it's an organic diet. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your body, your mind probably wants to over drink and a lot, but your soul, your spirit wants to hey, cool down.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it want. Haven't we done a lot of research where alcohol is one of those, um, mind altering, liquids that actually lowers. Yeah, it lowers your, vibe your vibration instead of heightens mm-hmm. your vibe, like mushrooms or, shall we say, wow. other psychedelics. But the point is, I mean with everything in life, man, I mean, um, I mean, it it just comes down to fighting our animalistic instincts in favor of what's right. Mm -hmm. Morality. What's moral. But then again, guys, what is moral? Mm -hmm. What is right? And, and, who, who or what did we learn morals from? Religion?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. School?
2: Our parents? That's Culture? A good question. Hispanic culture? White mm-hmm. culture? Mm-hmm. Asian culture? I mean, us as Americans, for example, we, we all think that, that we like, for example, uh, an interesting point in something I read, we all think that we like straight-haired women or curly hair, long hair, because that's attractive. But in our culture that's what's deemed attractive. Mm-hmm. But in other cultures, you mm-hmm. know, afros or whatever or <laughs> women who have different hairstyles, that's considered their attractive. Yeah, yeah. So I mean it again, again that's only attraction. That's mm-hmm. not right and wrong. Mm-hmm. But I mean again, we could also see in other cultures what's right in American Western culture mm-hmm. it's what's wrong in another culture or in another country. Mm-hmm. So who or what dictates this grand finale of universal
1: morality. morality yeah that's a, that's a question I battle with a lot in my head like is there a definite objective truth like outside of ourselves that that we need to strive to reach for or is it just perception through your societal programming like like you said some some cultures as a matter of fact think cannibalism is fine you know they eat people when they think that they're taking part of their their fallen brother's body and energy into them you know but to us that's like oh my god how the fuck could you ever eat a human mm-hmm. so it's like what is the moral standard what is uh, um, what is Like is there a written law Have you looked into natural law though No, no, no we, should, we should do an episode Natural on, law
2: What's that Natural
1: law is basically Unwritten laws of the universe Basically kind of like An eye for an eye Or don't steal Like uh, Don't kill uh, If you cause harm unto <laughs> yeah. somebody It'll come back to you
4: Caught Law yeah, Un- yeah
1: Universal natural laws. This is what the Those elite men? Is that what
4: you're saying Saying the commandments
1: right now. No, it's not the commandments. Nah, this, is, nah, this is a b- transcendent because. You
4: said, don't kill, don't. It, yeah,
1: it seems like that, but the, it it goes with a natural law. is
2: this is all universal law. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, basically, law of gravity. Mm-hmm. What goes what goes up must come down. What yeah. you do unto another, basically, what you put out, it'll come back to you. What you do to another. Mm-hmm another person would do your experience the same thing being done to you through another thing Another person, or another event, or so forth. Yeah, it's
1: basically karma and stuff, but like, yeah. like, like you were saying, the elite know natural law and they believe in it, and that's why they work through the uh, thing. It's called the law of. Uh, no, it's called the revelation of the method. But they use this to keep for their own benefit. To keep in accordance to natural law, and because keep
2: mankind ignore it. Uh,
1: because natural law states that if you cause harm to somebody, that harm will come back to you. But natural law also states that if you warn this person that you're going to do this harm to them and the, and and they allow you to do it, then it falls on them, you know. So they have no a karma, repercussion falling back on them. So natural law is these like these laws about the universe that if you follow, you you kind of just go forward. We, we need to research to talk about it a lot. But right before that, what were you talking about? Um, shit, I lost my train of thought.
2: Right before what? Before natural
1: law. Yeah, you were saying something about natural law.
2: What? You were saying something before that.
1: Yeah. Fuck it. Anyways. Uh, um,
2: I
3: would say something about uh, the shadow or the shadow stuff. Yeah, yeah, come. Um, I've been actually been doing a lot of a lot of work on myself and uh, like right now I'm going through like the process of like rebuilding like myself, I guess you can say, and like kind of adding and deleting think parts of myself that like I don't want or like don't benefit me which is part of the shadow self and keeping that like under wraps for like when the situation is supposed to be there and learning to balance that 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 part of myself which is the shadow to only use it when it should be needed you know instead of like letting it control me and um I found out like the more like peaceful, the more you you tame that shadow, like you keep it kind of hidden or like yeah. away. When you need it, and when you keep use, it on a leash. Yeah, when you need it and when you, you use it, it's stronger and it's more effective than letting it out whenever you want to let mm-hmm. it out. <clears throat> I found out like because like I've been working on my emotions and like. um, being able to flip my emotions like back and forth, like being from angry to upset to like okay, let's get back to this like centered um, place I was in before. I was uh, like in, home- homeostasis, yeah. Like at base, like at base, yeah, yeah. natural state like, of like mind. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm trying to find my peace within like uh, an emotional like uh, distraught moment. S- yeah, like a situation or something, and I found out that like working like using or uh t- beginning with like the little things that kind of like make you agitated or makes that shadow come out and like being conscious of it and putting more light onto like that that situation and like being conscious and aware of it makes you makes it kind of like you aware of it and you don't have to like realize you have to use it as much but um
2: how do you work up that discipline, Pete, to like keep your in, impulse um, and, and your emotions intact? Whereas other people, they automatically go into assumption or do what they feel.
3: Um, recently, like this past year, I kind of had like a revelation with myself. And um, uh, it actually happened after that very bad trip I had. Um, I was very like sensitive I guess or something or very sensitive of myself and like kind of like being like the observer was watching more of what I was doing and the observer wasn't happy with what I was doing and like kind of like outer body or uh, inside yourself right yeah I'm inside myself but I'm like wow (laughs) I'm aware of like everything I'm doing you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and it was to a point where um I almost got a fight with some <laughs> fucking Asian kids at the freaking LA like, Fitness. No, I work. Yeah, dude. Like I was, I was fucking livid one day, dude. They were looking at me funny, and like, were they? Started, are you like, sure they were, they were looking at, you, or, laugh, or they were just looking know. at you? No, yeah, but they were like, I looked at them, and they started like laughing at me, uh-huh. like talking. I'm like, and and I was very in like intuitive at the moment. Like, were they kids or? What? Yeah, they were like kids, like from high school. Dude, it was fucking funny as fuck. I can't see, dude. No, see? okay. When they roll up to each other and like, they would like read each other. Dude, like doing this fucking weird ass like handshake, dude. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. You know, like anyway, but yeah, they like pissed me off, they, <laughs> and this was after my very bad trip I had. So I pretty much didn't have a mind, and I was fucking crazy and <laughs> they, like, made me boil one day, dude, and, um, oh, you know what, before this altercation, um, before that, they got in a fight with someone in the basketball area, and I was, like, on the elliptical, going up the, like, little elliptical, and they, they, they came out, and they started fighting, and, like, they kind of bumped in, like, my area I was in, and I stopped, I was like, hey, take that shit outside. Like, there's no business doing that shit in here, dude. And, um... Was this at the gym? Yeah, this was at the gym. And, like, he's like, no, oh, the, the Asian guy that looked at me funny, um... He's like, no, he hit me, he hit me, he hit me. And he started calling the cops. And I'm like, oh, you fucking punk-ass bitch, dude. Snitching. <laughs> you fucking dick, dude. Oh, I was like, cause at uh, this time I was going through my DWI. I'm like, uh-huh. that shit ain't no joke, dude. Like putting on someone like <laughs> I'm assault charge on a young kid, dude. I'm like, bitch. And he's like, if I can take him outside, you gonna be fucking hard ass, I guess or whatever. Talk shit, but yeah, that happened. And um, he looked at him and this group was like looking at me funny, cause I would I would roll in there with a hoodie, cause I didn't really want to. Like I would just go in there and do my business and like go out. But, um, yeah, they looked at me funny, and, like, I know what they were saying, like, I I felt it, you know, I'm not stupid, and one time I got him alone, uh, when his little group went away from him, I walked up to him, I was like, hey, dude, I was like, because I was, it was vivid when I saw that little scuffle during that, that fight, you know, but, like, I remember it was him, I was like, and I acknowledged him, I came up to him while his friends were away, I was like, hey, dude, weren't you that guy that called the cops on, um, that that guy that hit you?
1: Were you the guy snitching? Yeah. Like,
3: he's like oh yeah, but he hit me first, you know, blah blah, blah. Were uh, you the pussy? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm getting, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Were you the pussy, basically? <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah. I was, he's like, no, no, he hit me, you hit me. I'm like, how's like, you're a fucking pussy ass bitch? And I fucking walked off. uh huh <laughs> 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 After that, they were just like kind of like, like kind of bully me, I guess, like by looking <coughs> funny, like smiling. Mm-hmm. But oh, this okay, I get that. Okay, okay. You know okay. what I mean? Like yeah. you're like in a group, and look, I, I walked in there by myself all the time. And uh but one, after that though, like I don't know, like a month or two later, I like I walked like their their group was in the 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 restroom, kind of like in the mirror, like checking each other out with their shirts off. Oh yeah. And I walked in there, dude. Oh, I fucking pissed this guy. The guy that like called the cops on that dude um i was walking in there and i I looked at him we both like locked eyes and i looked at his belly i looked back at him Ah!
0: he
3: was like i had my earphones in i I was walking past i was smiling (laughs) dang (laughs) that's like the biggest burn yeah he was like he was like i saw his like lips he's he's like <laughs> I'm like, that's right. Yeah. Like you didn't lot.
1: even have to say anything. No, like, he yeah. did it to himself. Yeah. Damn, that's cra- that was powerful, bro. Yeah. I bet you he's never gonna forget that.
3: No, yeah, he's
1: He's gonna look at his belly and be like, damn, he's right.
2: <laughs> One thing that I, I believe in about about living in life, it's life has a habit of um, humbling the, the prideful some way or form they'll find life will find somebody or some uh, something bigger than you stronger than you to lower your arrogance or humble humble you that's why i I think me for me it's always been a motto to motto to humble myself and i think in my not look up to anybody but
3: don't look down on anybody. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing is not to look down. Oh, uh, Because that's where you like you build this like self-superiority. Ex- yes. you yes. like, oh, well, I'm better than...
1: No, but I think there's something to it because I remember one time on Joe Rogan he was talking about how His daughter went to school and one year she had a really good teacher who was like she loved her job and she really liked teaching the students and it was the best thing for her. But then the next year she had like a horrible teacher who hated her job and like would call the kids stupid and like not really care and Joe Rogan was like you know it's actually good that you have someone like that in your life so that you can see what you don't want to be you don't want to turn out to be
2: like that lady ying and the yang type of deal yeah like, yeah I mean, um, we don't know what's good until we experience
3: the mm-hmm, bad yeah yeah um, I was going to say about like, you were talking about like natural law uh, you were talking about like how things kind of even out um, there's a, I think there's a belief out there and I haven't done much research on it but it's pretty self-explanatory mm-hmm. is that the Duluth the, the dualistic law of things like balancing out good and bad uh, things that you do to others reflect back on you and like and it's just like this how if you think about this, this is how this reality works and then once you like, really grasp like hey whatever you put out in the universe and you, you reap count, what you sow yeah and that's where like I find like just talking to anyone and like if you can give that person like good input or positive vibe like after like talking to them you left a good imprint on oh, yeah. the universe, yeah. mm-hmm. and when you do that, that joy and that happiness, like filters, like it flows back to you, because mm-hmm. you gave it, and this person that, their vibration was like down or something, now it's like a little bit higher, and you like, contributed to that with your own vibration, and therefore, ups your vibration more, and... Um, that's what I think, That that's the biggest thing with like happiness too, is like, hey, like if you want to be happy, then you need to like, make others happy. Mm -hmm. And, once you do that, you know, just like it, like I said, it just comes back to you over and over. And, things just end up working out more for you and more and more and more for you. Uh, I found that out. Um, like I would get like, random blessings, like free stuff here and there. You know, um, but like, yeah, just like it's it's weird how how you this once you grasp that that aspect of whatever you put out, you receive.
1: That's the law of abundance. We need to research that too. <laughs> that's
3: also that's domino Yeah,
2: know, one thing that, that, that I read, uh, one of my favorite quotes is, "Hurt people, hurt other people." Oh,
1: that's true, mm-hmm. true, yeah. Right there, people. You were talking about how you gotta put out good acts of kindness. Uh, since I'm a, on a bit of a microdose to kind of grease the wheels, I just remembered an old commercial when I was little. I don't even know what the commercial was about, but it was basically some guy. He's coming out of a building, right? And he holds the door open for some lady. And then she comes in and some guy drops like some shit he was carrying and she helps him pick it up. So this is energy transferring, right? And then this guy, he walks out of the building And he helps some kid with something And so this is like this link of good events That people keep uh, pushing onto the other It kind of like spreads forward And then at the end At the end of the commercial I guess the last guy some helps the guy from the beginning who helped open the door for the lady so it was like a big circle like it all comes around like you said Pete you put good things out good things come back that's yeah. the law of abundance and
2: those imprints that, that you leave on people hey Pete treated me good he made me feel confident he left impression on me those people will leave that impression on other people mm-hmm. yeah. than that person on other people and that's how that domino effect creates I mean you know one thing that I've caught a revelation of a Revelation of is it's not about how many people or people or the, the tentacles that I have all over the world. It all basically starts with myself on who I treat others around me, the community around me. Then that goes far uh, further down, further down, further down. But it all starts with. I mean, what, what you and Juan call the right now, the present moment. Mm-hmm. What do you have now and the present moment? And that expands further. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, what well, they said, I heard you say, I don't know if it was by, but they was, they said, like, um, being in the present moment is being in the future. You're in the future now. <laughs> and if you think that's very powerful because... They're all you, one. Yeah, they're the all one. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, what do you call that? This, it's a singularity or it's singularity. Yeah. Uh, right? or yeah. Well, when the moment, when we merge with we, computers. No, like everything's happening like right now. Oh, at once. At every time. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that time's
1: an illusion. We only experience yeah, it because we're humans. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, we're in this moment, but like, and and to touch some light on like what I've been going through lately is. My, I've been more, getting more, like, sensitive. Because with all this, like, inner work I'm doing, like... To what, bro? Doing, I'm just, like, everything, dude. Like, the people's reactions to me. To, like, feelings of others. And to, like... The, these abilities, like, my intuition ability. Um, knowing more of who I really am. And not, like, the things I've adapted through my life. And... Uh, but like getting into, to know all that, like your intuition, which is like your soul vibration, um, upping, you're being more in tune with your soul vibration, and you just become more sensitive. But you you learn to have, to be sensitive, and be super sensitive, but not use the ego. Uh, instead of using the ego, you use no ego, so you don't get hurt by these like things that hurt. Like, you're very sensitive mm. to okay. instead of like because ego is fear and if you, um, the ego wants to protect you but really doesn't um letting these things pass through learning the things that like people do or things that hurt you emotionally just let it pass through and like know that it'll be okay mm-hmm. go with not the to have, not to withhold on it and like let it go you know mm-hmm. and be in the present moment and find gratitude for just being But, yeah, um, it's it's not easy because, like, when things hurt you, they hurt you. And being sensitive isn't fun at all. Um, sometimes I curse it, and I'm just like, man, it kind of sucks sometimes. But I'm grateful for it because I'm more intuitive. I know more. Also, I've been having, like, these, like, clairvoyant um, visions, like events, like future events. And it's weird because like how we're talking about like how everything's happening right now and these clairvoyant like events it's like oh this is gonna happen i'm gonna I'm, and Dude. i'll am forget about it and then like something will lead me to like going to this event mm-hmm. like um this i think i, I might have touched on the story about a dinner with my family or something and um i was inside i had a table and i was waiting on the table and i was, i had a vision like a, an image of me running into them like walking to my car and I'm like that's funny and i about let it go and a few moments later I was like man I'm really thirsty and I'm like I want to get a water out of my car and so I go start walking to my car and I run into them I just how I imagined it
1: dude that's
3: what (laughs) and then when I walked into the place um we were waiting on the table and my father he was like did you get a booth I'm like uh no I didn't um I just put it in for a table But It'd be really interesting If we did get a booth You know Cause I like, I'm like using a lot of traction right? mm-hmm. And I'm like I believe in like I'm gonna receive a booth when mm-hmm. she calls us up And he's like oh no You need to go over there And like tell her we need a booth mm-hmm. I'm like But what's, what's the fun In like expecting The unexpected mm-hmm. You know And I told him that And a few moments later She calls us Like you told her It doesn't matter what? No yeah I didn't ask her. I just put it in for a table Oh okay place. okay okay And but, then you got a booth Yeah Nice Dude, We walked up I walked up They were sitting down still And um I was like I made sure I was like Because I knew we were in the booth And I was like Is it a booth She's like yes it is I'm oh, like And so I told my dad I was like look, we got a booth Damn that's the universe Winking at you bro no, like, I think it's, like, once you, like, learn that stuff, too, like, the, how reality really works, and, like, how, whatever you put out, you receive, like, you receive, like, these, like, once you, like, you put out, like, positive stuff to people, and you want stuff to happen in reality, it happens. Mm-hmm. True,
1: true. Okay, so we're kind of winding now, uh, winding down to the last part of the show, and when we're going to start, uh, we're going to do experiment, we're going to... Uh, start the blunt right now. We're gonna see how Drew starts getting quieter and quieter, and how less <laughs> less cool things come out of him. But we're gonna start the blunt. But um, I, I actually want to touch up on what, what people were saying. But hold on. Yeah. So like people were saying, like you kind of put these things out in the universe that you want to do, and then they come back. And that made me think about how. Everything that's happened right now, what I'm trying to do with my podcasting and I guess my truthing movement and what I want to do is actually I want to get into this community that's an awesome community of people just spreading truth, you know. Uh, only two years ago, I would when people I would hear people on podcasts or just artists or celebrities They would say things like, "Just follow your dreams and the universe will open up," yeah. and and I would always have I remember having this mentality of, "Oh fuck yeah, it's easy for you to say you have all the money, you have all all the cars, you have everything. Of course, it's easy for you to just say follow your dreams. I have to fucking work. I have to wake up early. I have all these shit to do." But that's that mentality where you know I wasn't seeing. The time that they put in, you know, I see just either the celebrity or the comedian. I see the finished product, but I don't see the years of work that they put into it, the blood and the tears that they put into it, all the work that they did to get to the place that they're at. And so they followed their dreams. They literally did. There's a bunch of stories of artists who were like um, musicians or singers. And when they were young, there were wait- waiters or like mm-hmm. very poor, like barely yeah. making it. But they stuck with it. And, you know, they... they Put their 10 years of working that you have to do to be a success at something and like now that i decide after i decided i'm going to do this this instagram page i'm going to start posting the truth i want to get involved i want to put my voice out there it's fucking wild how much the universe has opened up and how the people that i've met online it's been interesting to see i've already been on two podcast appearances i want to talk to you about that right
2: now in a bit but because like energy attracts like energy what you put out there uh, it's good to be. comes back to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like like I said, so you, you you find out what your dreams are, what you really wanna do and go after it, you know. Despite the things that you have to do in your life, like working or, or taking care of business and your kids and all that, you have to you have to go for it, you know. And I feel like I'm gonna get there. I, I keep saying that I, one day I'm gonna meet Sam Tripoli, I'm I'm gonna be on his podcast and I'm gonna talk to him. And you know, it's fucking crazy I don't know how but it's gonna happen one day and, and we're gonna be making fun of each other and just talking shit but I just like like I was saying P, P was out taking a piss he was I was just uh, adding on to how you know you need to really follow what you wanna do when the universe oh, yeah. opens its doors
3: yeah enjoy the journey too yeah
1: yeah. yeah, enjoy the journey cause um, once you get there you're there but yeah. the good times were, were you were fighting for it you know you were like yeah. oh I wanna get there I'm gonna get there but then you'll get there and then you're like oh shit okay, now what
2: And not only that guys But then the ego has a way of saying The ego doesn't know whenever you get there So once it gets number higher And it doesn't necessarily feel That that it's gotten there yet It always wants more Mm -hmm. You know it's always When am I going to get there Like when am I going to finally have my dream Compared to whatever you (laughs) 15-20 years ago You were like man this is all I've ever wanted
1: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yep yeah, it's beautiful, but I think we should close it out there, guys, because we have other recordings before this that got cut up. So I hope it all stitches together. <laughs> but I guess I want to close with. Uh, so sorry, <laughs> I just blew all the ashes onto Drew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just. I guess I want to end with this, guys. I was on that podcast yesterday. Um, the the white rabbit. It's basically this guy. His name's Catalyst because he used to be like an underground uh, rapper, like like Rabbit from Eminem. He like beatbox. He like does. Uh, what do they call raps Or Freestyling and shit But he he named himself Catalyst Because he wanted to be That catalyst to change shit You know To change people's minds And stuff But yeah I went on his podcast And we talked about Spiritual warfare And how And how All this COVID thing Is part of the big lie The big deception That they want us To go down To implement this Into this uh, New world order But um, he's going to post that episode tonight, I guess uh, We're going to post this one and the next episodes Next two episodes I'm going to post those appearances I was in And I'm going to urge y'all to follow those podcasts too Because it's awesome I mean, they brought me in with open arms And it was just amazing conversation But likewise here, guys, I like talking with y'all Another beautiful night on Friday Smoking a blunt, chilling We're going to let you guys go We're going to keep on talking over here, guys So uh, good morning, good evening, and good night Good night Later Peace.